This is a 7 Action News update. Good morning. It's 7.56 on this Monday, the 8th of August. I'm Alicia Smith, and we are continuing to follow breaking news this morning. Delta Airlines is experiencing a system-wide outage that originated in Atlanta. It's grounded flights worldwide for Delta. 7 Action News reporter Nima Shafe is joining us live at Metro Airport with the latest. Nima? Action, my name is Chris, and good morning. It's Tech Talk. Today, episode 255. Hey there, Andrews. This afternoon, this is Angela. Hello, Angela. It's good to have you here this morning, this afternoon, and it's also good to have our Mumble Room. Time appropriate greetings, Mumble Room. Hello. Greetings. Hello there. Greetings to you, good sir. They have assembled. It is a full room. Yeah, nicely done, too. Uh, okay, so you heard it right there at the top of the show. This one's kind of interesting because it's very much a tech problem, and it's affecting Delta Air this week. Their airline was forced to ground all flights early this morning due to IT problems. Now, we don't, at the time of recording, have an official statement from Delta Airlines yet, but uh, a member of the Flyer Talk Forums was told by a captain of their flight that the cause was a fire in the data center. Oh, my goodness. Yes, the fire took out machines in the data center. And according to this flight captain, a routine scheduled switch to the backup generator caused a fire that destroyed both the backup and the primary systems. Oh, my gosh. Firefighters took a while to extinguish the fire and power is now back. uh, And 400 out of the 500 servers have rebooted and they're actually booting up. 100 have yet to become fully online to make the system fully functional. That's crazy. Yeah, not a good way to wake up for the sysadmins on a Monday morning. Mm -mm. Lucky, too, because... Uh, Noah could have just as likely taken a Sunday flight back from DEFCON than a Saturday flight. So it's extremely lucky for Noah that he ca- caught a Saturday flight because he wouldn't have made it for last. And Delta has issued waivers for customers flying today, allowing them to change tickets without incurring any penalties. Honestly, that is very good that it happened. You just think? Because, yeah, just because who is sane and puts production and backups in the same place? I mean, what's the point of calling a backup if it's exactly in the same spot? Well, that's a good point, and I caught that too. But They might have meant primary uh, and secondary power sources and not – but I was not clear. You're right. It's not clear from the article. But they obviously had another backup, you know, because they were able to get backup and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, move right along. Get the heck out of here. And uh, let's talk about – this is actually close to home. Friend of the show, uh, Ben Morse. You know Ben. Yeah, I do. Uh, He tweeted this morning uh, that it's bad over at Hashtag Delta. They're literally using a bucket to lower boarding passes from the office. So when the computers went down, if you look at this picture that Ben tweeted here. What? Look at – you can see the gal there with the blue bucket and they're – Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Was he there? Yeah, yeah. He was trying to fly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> so I thought it was pretty funny that Ben captured that. Yeah, it is. Now, uh, when's the last time we talked about an iPhone rumor on this show? Uh, the iPhone SE. Right. Yep. And it turned out to be true, right? I'm. It's in my pocket. Yeah. So that is just about the only time we're willing to talk about it. Because otherwise, you, there's entire podcasts out there that just talk about Mac and Apple rumors. But this one, it looks like it's actually legit. And uh, it's because I, I trust the source, uh, Mark Gurman, uh, who used to run 9to5Mac. Uh, he's now left, and uh, he has a report here for Bloomberg about uh, details on the new iPhone. And, and I know this is in, of interest at least to you, if nobody else. So yeah. uh, I'll start out with the big headline, no headphone jack. They're idiots. What? Like, uh, t- please tell me they're just trying a new technology, which also pisses me off. Well, the rumor is it'll be through the lightning port. Okay. Uh, uh, but here's okay. actually but here's some details, including some camera details that you might find interesting. Mark, so let's start with the dual camera system. How big of an upgrade is this? 
Uh, well, this is a significant upgrade, and to be clear, we are hearing that this dual camera system will be exclusive to the bigger iPhone model, the one with the 5.5-inch screen, they call it the, the Plus model. And what this dual camera system allows Apple to do is add a lot of functionality, like better low-light photography, so if you take pictures at night, uh, better pictures in dark rooms. It allows for deeper zoom, so when you zoom into the picture, it won't become as blurred as it might on a current or past iPhone. Lots of enhancements to the coloring and the photo editing, so it's a very significant upgrade for the camera. And how does this fit into Apple's redesign cycle? So the uh, rest of the clip will be linked in the show notes if you want to watch it. I think one of the things that some people have made the equivalency to is, well, the headphone jack's the new floppy drive. Ah. Uh, you think that's possibly legit at all? I don't know, but like... Should we ask the mumble room? Okay. Mumble room, is, is there anybody in there that thinks maybe it is time to get rid of the headphone jack? Never. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm pretty old school. I believe in the headphone jack. Yeah. I used to work at a little known store called Radio Shack. I don't think that anyone in your audience would have ever heard of it. <laughs> but uh, one of the, the most important things is, is that you can use that headphone jack to sit there and outport your audio, you know, to more traditional method. And yeah. let's face it, there's a lot of people who still will use the old stuff because guess what? It works. They don't have to sit there and try to find newfangled this, new tech that, new app the other thing. No, they plug it in and it works. And that is what they want. Yeah, especially and when it's something Apple's like your music. That, yeah. 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 No. If Apple doesn't bring that to their customers, their customers are going to get mad. And then so, their customers will stop buying their stuff and will no longer be their customers. Okay, but they sell laptops without CD-ROMs. Well, that's, that know? makes like, sense, though. That... Well, but, you know, CD-ROMs... I guess I guess the CD-ROM doesn't quite fit in as well, just because the CD-ROM. I mean, what is the common way of distributing software nowadays? It's not longer through the CD anymore; it's through the internet. So that makes the CD-ROM basically not needed. But the audio, you still have a lot of devices, like he was saying, that are useful. Now, I can understand why Apple wants to remove it. I mean, honestly, it prevents the phone from getting thicker, thinner. For example, it's three point five millimeters. So you have to guarantee that space for a standard jack. To make a slimmer jack, you have the same issue, and you're going to have exactly the same complaint. So you can't really go that route. Yeah, and, yeah. You could you know, also, if you get rid of the analog port and you go digital, you can you could argue potentially higher fidelity sound. You could argue that they could start selling HD tracks in iTunes or or Apple Music or whatever it is. So maybe they're coming out with a smart Bluetooth headset or an adapter you plug into your Lightning port. Well, the thing with that is you wouldn't be able to charge it and listen to music. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, me, yeah, go ahead. That for me is part of the issue, right? You are then limiting the device to do one task at the hand there, or you're going to have to go wireless. And that means batteries and you know, batteries are currently in technology one of the biggest struggles because there's not much yeah. progress in that. I mean, we've know, seen leaps, but it's still very bad. I'll be clear about this. I I recently transitioned from Bluetooth in my truck back to uh, I got a retractable headphone that just plugs into my aux because my Bluetooth just started breaking up all of a sudden. I don't know if it's like a reception issue or why it's a problem for me, but it's just I I couldn't stand it. And so I went back to a headphone jack. And one of the things I absolutely love is when I disconnect that headphone jack, it stops the playback. The integration is nice with the car with Bluetooth, but yeah, it's – I don't know. I think – uh, you know what? I'll, I'll also play. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate here for a the moment. The value of this—it's negative. 
I could also see a little bit of where Daredevil is saying too for two things. Uh, removing the extra thickness is potentially uh, a benefit. And being able – if there was a standard that was widely supported where you could supply more information about the track information and higher bit rate, things like that, I don't know. But uh, here's where I There's think – There's noise that you don't have to protect. Um, let's right. face it. It's an analog signal. Exactly. And you would have to protect that analog signal for other disturbances. Here's, which in a digital way, you wouldn't need to. Here's another reason why I think this might be happening. First of all, I think they'll probably only do it maybe on one of the models. They might have two models. And so the plus model might have the dual cameras and the no microphone jack. And then the, the regular model will maybe have one camera. And then they're also going to have the SE that has the probably will retain the headphone jack for a while. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a phone you can buy. And John Gruber, I think, and I'm paraphrasing here, said that Apple is basically eating a shit sandwich with this <laughs> With iPhone 7, mm-hmm. because iPhone 8, I guess, is the 10th anniversary of iPhone. And so Apple wants to just go crazy with the 10th anniversary, and they got something completely different. Sweet. And the idea is they eat the shit sandwich now and get mm-hmm. everybody complaining about the lack of the port. And then deliver the bacon. And then and then once we have a year to get over it, mm-hmm. they drop the iPhone 10th anniversary edition, and the fact that it doesn't have a headphone jack, but it's also as thick as a piece of glass or whatever, is like, that's what we're all talking about. And I could see them slowly, like the way they integrated NFC oh, a few versions back and then did nothing with it for a while, and the way they put on Bluetooth LE for a long time and did nothing with it. So by the time they, re- they rolled out iBeacons and Apple Pay, they had three or four generations of iPhone hardware that supported it mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. They do long-term planning like this with iPhone hardware. So it, it could happen. It just would totally screw with my, my workflow. Mine too. I also think, also think looking at the previous Apple strategy, it is definitely within their line of thought of, you know, we actually will sell more peripherals because everybody's right. going to have to rebuy all that crap. Yeah. You know, and on top of this. That's a very cynical look that's very true because they've been getting a bit of a beating sometimes in the marketplace, uh, in the stocks. And so if they had something that brought up the overall uh, average revenue per iPhone, like an adapter like this, mm-hmm. and Apple just makes – they just make yeah. so much bank on their adapters. Yeah, I think, was, I think that makes sense. All right. Any other thoughts before we move on? Yes. Um, one thing that they're probably not going to do, but it'd be pretty cool if if, if they put a USB C on there instead of the Lightning port. Yeah. And then when the Android phones, most of them are probably going to start having USB C, then we could start seeing uh, more headphones with USB C that worked on the iPhone and Android phones. I just don't. But they're see probably them. not going to do that. I don't see them doing that. No, and I think I think Lightning provides them with more functionality. So I, I think they're probably not like, but yeah, you're right. That that would make a transition like this much more palatable. That that would be more palatable. Uh, okay, just a couple of quick headlines on Apple. Uh, they've gotten permission to sell back all of the electricity they make through Apple Energy. So they have a lot of solar. They they love to tout this feature during like their conferences and whatnot, how green they are. And legitimately, to their credit, they've done a great job here. Um, it's not like they're, it's not like you're going to Apple though, and you're buying power and they're running a line to your house. This is all in credits and, and trades. So Apple is, is putting back in a certain amount of power and they're now able to trade this as a company. This is, it's a kind of a, it's kind of an amazing new industry that's sort of built up trading this kind of stuff, but it is sort of also a pretty big landmark for Apple to, to reach the point where they have so much extra power like this that they could create a sub-company out of this and they could actually begin to sell it back at wholesale market rates, hmm. which means Apple could sell power to public utilities um, and offer it to uh, 
different uh, regulatory potential, like um, uh, like offer to the government as a capable for like government facilities, things like that. So, anyways, that's and kind of a major thing. Actually, have a actually have a double way of selling that. It's uh, with cap and trade, basically for the carbon yep. emissions. Mm-hmm. Since they are reducing their carbon emissions, they can also sell yeah. their cap other companies which means they're selling twice that energy yeah this is a really interesting market and they get to so even though they get to essentially pollute they can also offset it with all of it so they they essentially are offsetting some of the pollution that they create by shipping iphones and packaging iphones and manufacturing all that stuff by generating a certain amount of power and creating credits of these of these these virtual carbon credits that they offset their actual real world pollution with it doesn't really make sense to me but that's the it's the new world. Microsoft here in Washington's been buying up a bunch of uh, big chunks of land to do the same thing to make national forest preserves that are that are now owned by Microsoft. Hmm. Big chunks of land, same thing, offsetting their pollution with with these carbon credits. But uh, but but by growing trees, not buying yeah, solar I mean, panels I, that require so much energy to create. <laughs> no, they, they just seem to be preserving the land. I don't. Huh. I haven't looked further into it, but huh. it yeah. Uh, this is just one more quick Apple story. Apple is reportedly planning to build a $1 billion data center, $1 billion data center Aww. R&D facility in Vietnam, uh, which I think That's is really kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, they've got to build them all over the world. they got a lot of money offshore. Oh, I guess I lied. There is one last Apple program. Uh, Apple launched a bug bounty program. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, it's interesting. It's a bug bounty program, but it's to invitees only, and some of the payouts go up as, ho- as high as $200,000. They should invite Alan Jude. I think Alan would say they should uh, host it on Hacker One. Uh, for a, so if two hundred thousand dollars, if you get like an exploit for a secure boot, down to twenty five thousand dollars for breaking out of a sandbox. But still, damn! Wow. It applies to uh, I believe the Mac, uh, iOS, and iCloud. Apple's program sets clear objectives. You find an exploitable bug in key areas, and because providing exploitability with a re- with a repeatable proof of concept is far more labor intensive than merely finding the vulnerability, they pay the researchers for that additional work. That's great. Yeah, so secure boot firmware. To work. Secure boot firmware components. You crack that two hundred thousand dollars. That's the money. But if you just break out of a sandbox, twenty five thousand dollars. Unauthorized uh, iCloud account data on Apple servers, fifty thousand dollars. This is one of the times that I actually liked more before there existed the bounties because the people that actually spent the the time to do this, or people that would find this and then tell them. You know, and they would actually give decent pays. Now they just put twenty five thousand, ten thousand. What is that? Come on, you're Apple. I, I think that's why they're controlling it so much and not going through a hacker one type platform because they're the, the everything is on Apple's terms. The everything is on Apple's terms, and it all ends up on them. There's no arbiter. There's no third party, and it's very Apple like to have it. They're going to have a program, but they're going to keep it locked down. I think you kind of have to when the iOS devices have the spread they do. Uh, why don't we shake off some of that Apple news with a little Android Nugget update? Android N might be nigh just within the next couple of weeks. They, uh, we may be getting updates. I just got my monthly security update. It wasn't the update to N, I don't think, yet. Uh, but this, man, this, this really burns me up. This really, I just, I can't even. What? I don't get it. You what? ready for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. You haven't said it. I'm uh-uh. like, I didn't hear anything there. Uh-uh. But, okay. no, I'm about to tell you. It's looking like early reports are. No Android N support for the Nexus 5. So the Nexus 5 oh. is three phones back. Right. Roughly. That's roughly. Three yeah. three phones back. Um, They're cutting out a whole group of people. Yeah. You know, like Wes. You know, Wes has one. I had one that was, you know, it was actually getting cut along the tooth. But. I mean, just, just put Ubuntu on it. 
I I don't I don't think it's really about us though. I think it's about the concept of a phone you know you can buy from Google that's going to get security updates for the lifetime which I I really define lifetime as for average people, four or five years, maybe most, five years. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about regular people who just go get an iPhone <laughs> That once, aren't Chris. Yeah. Like they go with their iPhone. They go get their Android device. They don't mess with it for years, right? Yeah. Yeah. I tend to keep mine for two or three. Have you seen the actual lifetime of some of these phones? Some of these phones will last someone like 10 years. Another time, a phone will last them all of like six months. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But so what, what – how we just we're just okay with this? Just Google bailing on the Nexus line like this. This just to me seems oh, okay. I, I would be mad if it affected me. Yeah, I guess because I own a Nexus Five, it bothers me. Yeah, so it means no more updates at all. Not yeah yeah. But what does that actually do? I'm sorry because I, I haven't been in the cell phone game for a while. I've sold cell phones. I've sold cell phone plans, but I don't actually own a cell phone. So what? Is it that this is going to effectively hamper for customers that have actually already purchased this particular phone? I think two things. I mean, the security. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Security. And the other thing is you buy a Nexus phone with the understanding that it's going to be supported directly by Google with updates from from Google. Yeah, the main selling point. The world with hands free payments. Your phone is not secure. Welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it does. Yeah, it does. That is a that is a very good point. That is when you may, when you, I just get perturbed by it. Now I'm looking forward to end though. There's some nice camera improvements and things like that. So I think overall end is going to be a nice release. I just really disappointed in that because I, I that also happened I think with my third Nexus device, um, that I had a little bit before I went full time podcasting and it also got Google bailed on support because they just simply discontinued a contract with the Broadcom. With Broadcom. And so they just, well, we have Broadcom's not going to write as a driver anymore, so we're just not updating the phone. But the average Nexus 5 user, the average user, isn't really even going to know, right? They'll only know if they're... If you follow the news and know that there's an OS update. Or you might notice that your updates stopped coming in because they're monthly updates that you get. Yeah, I mean, I guess, or if they have a friend that has a newer phone, like, oh yeah, I'm on Mm -hmm. Nougat or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think most... However... In all honesty, most users don't use Nexus devices. I mean, right. Samsung yep. is probably the biggest seller of Android. Other brands Very essentially true. don't update their phones. So they're probably not caring about it. Yeah. I, I just I, – I, I would love – I love for signs to show that Google respects and appreciates its customers and especially its most loyal customers that buy from the Play Store and get Nexus devices. It seems well, like – they will. They'll just buy the next one, right? I mean, that's what they're hoping. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's the plan. But that's yeah. exactly the problem yeah. Microsoft faced. Right. Microsoft started getting into the hardware business and then, you know, everybody was trying to diverge from them. And, you know, Samsung was trying to diverge from Android. And maybe because Google is backing on their efforts on Nexus, Samsung goes and dedicates again on, on Android. That might be a longer play for Google. I uh, more money. I think also Google over the last couple of years has been bringing down the price, at least with the Nexus 5X and whatnot. So it's not like it's a $700 smartphone you're buying anymore to get it on the Nexus line. It's more like a $350 to $400 phone, which is still very expensive, but it is not It is not the massive price that it used to be to get on the Nexus line. And that that gives me some leeway there, too, I think. So, All right, why don't we just... One more story just for Angela's sake, because, uh, you know, guess what? It's Angela. Hey, She's look, here. Hey, everybody. It's Angela Fisher. So what do you think about this, Angela? This this sto- this next story, you won't believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook has 
a system in place to reduce clickbait articles in oh, your feed. Like really? the headline I just gave you. Because I feel like there's more than ever now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's what they say. An update rolling out this week. will You'll see fewer clickbait stories. The company wrote in a blog post. Um, what do they define as clickbait, though? Four days ago. Is it the ones where you click you. on? Okay. The types of headlines that were weeded out. And by they, they say they had a team of people looking into this to, pro, to, 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 to teach this thing. Uh, here's a couple example headlines. When she looked under her couch cushions and saw this, I was shocked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he put garlic in his shoes before going to bed, and what happens next is hard to believe. Yeah. She wrapped bread around her foot, and you won't imagine why. The dog barked oh, at the delivery things? man, and his reaction was priceless. Yeah, that is a bunch of crap. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And then when you, you can avoid those on your own, though. <laughs> well, you know, human nature. What was it? Yeah. Why did they do that? Will it help me? <laughs> yeah, they say the clickbait removing system is part of a larger trend at Facebook to rely less on a number of likes, clicks, and comments and shares that have traditionally determined the placement of stories in people's news feeds. What I read about that, what, the way I read that, so when they say the clickbait removing system is part of a larger trend, okay, larger trend, that's a key word there, key phrase, to rely less on the number of likes, clicks, and comments. In other words, to rely less on all of the things that a social network drives and just use their own. So don't well, take exactly. advantage. It's not a social no, no. network. It's, it's their computation system, no, no. and they're just giving you a feed. They're not taking in what the users like, what the users want. They're just computing it and giving it to you. That's what it sounds like to me. They were. Now they're fixing it. No, I think before clicks and likes and stuff were generating it. That's why stuff was showing up more on your feed is what they're kind of saying. Well, because like, there's this um, Rose Gal a scammy yeah. place that sells bathing suits. <laughs> okay. And that I bought bathing suits from once, but it's Asian size. No offense, right? But it's like, seriously, they're made by uh, people that are smaller than Americans, I guess. And it was a hustle, huh? It was a hustle. And, and so they get a lot of comments. Don't buy from them. Never got my product. Things are too small. That's They got a lot of comments and a lot of, you know, at this point they can do the angry faces, which is still a statistic. You know, it still adds to the, the quote, value of the post. Yeah, it's engagement. Exactly. So, um, you know, that something like that shouldn't be shown more. It's, you know, it has to interpret that it's a negative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, yeah. And, and adjust accordingly. I just think Facebook has some serious chutzpah because it was, was it just two weeks ago that or three weeks ago that they were being smeared on Fox News and another uh, uh, news outlets for uh, supposedly altering the news feed to remove con- positive conservative news stories from people's news feeds. Hmm. And so uh, right on the heels of getting busted doing that, they're now doing this, which it's like you would have thought maybe this would have slowed down the rollout, but they're not deterred by anything. They just yeah. – the Zuck wants what the Zuck gets or something <laughs> like this. Something like that. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts going once, going twice? Well, then. well, those kinds of articles are kind of the reason I stopped using Facebook. Yeah. I think they must know that, right? They clogged up the feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's exactly what they're worried about is people are tuning out because there's so much crap on there. Yeah. You know what I hate is when I do click on them and then it's like – Half a sentence, and then you have to click next. And then the other half of the sentence, click next. That's super annoying. I give up so fast. Yeah, that is that is really the Okay, worst. I don't want to like know. Veronica. Yeah. Sounds like Veronica's page article. Boom, boom. All right, let's kick it. Kick it! All right, this week, just like we do a show in the morning and the afternoon, we're going to do a Kickstarter Indiegogo. Now, Angela, I want you to picture the perfect audience for this. They download on-demand, on-demand content and listen to it on the go. Oh, but not with their headphone jack. Well, no, not with their headphone jack because they have Zungle and they can wear the beats. At least I think that Zungle, we'll see how you say it. Maybe they'll say it in the video. Check it out. It's kind of a neat concept. Oh. It's 
it is a pair of sunglasses. Ah, okay, with so bone I was right. Conduction speakers to enable ah. trans uh, sounds transmission via vibrations of your skull bones. Okay. Three, two, one. All right, boom. <gasps> wow. Oh, my I need these. <laughs> Different people are trying them out. Yeah, that's like really good sound too. The music very, very clearly as well. Oh my god, these are so <laughs> just cool. like that. They're not cool looking though. <laughs> yeah, they're awfully big. You really? You can't hear it? No. You can't hear me? No, not at all. No way. Can you hear it? No. <laughs> oh. This is kind of a neat way to do it. Just have people freaking out by the yeah. product. It's, it's a brand called. What is it called? This is Zungle. Zungle. Listening like jungle. to music and answering phone calls are available. What? All right. Is this put Zungle out by Apple? <laughs> yup. What are you up to? Nothing much. Just hanging out in my place right now. What's up? Well, are you coming over? Yeah, I'll be right over in a little bit. He's charging them? Okay, I'll see you soon. Cool. Later. So, Bluetooth from your phone to the heads of the glasses... So they'll die by the time he gets there. Bone conduction speakers. Bone conduction might not take much power. Waves to the skull. Jawbone vibrations. So one of the things I think is kind of interesting about this is they've they put a playback control on the top, and the USB charger is when you when you fold the glasses back in the crack of the uh, what yeah. would you call that the whatever that where the where the lever of the arm the, of the arm yeah that's where the USB port is. And his ears are open to hear stuff as he's yep. running around. Yep. That's really good. That's a really good point. Yep. Yeah, that's what I worry about. Like, I think you're not supposed to have both headphones in when you're driving. Yeah. If you're on the phone or listening to music. Yeah. So that you can hear emergency. You get fine. And actually, not only that, in here, if you have just the fact that they have two earpieces, you'll be fine because they always assume you are using two and you just took one when you saw the police office. Uh, Tanish um, points out that there's no three and a half millimeter jack on these glasses. So, <laughs> but with all these in mind, uh, there's just one little detail that almost everybody reported on Google Glasses that had them that it hurts in the first times. So none of these users was hurt in the first time. Hmm. Wonder. This to me seems so. It's 120 bucks for the basic pack. You get one set uh, with your choice of colors. They say retail price will be 150. Jeez. Double pack at 215. That's not bad. Well, I could really, I'd love these for a walk. The problem is I'd almost want them in non-sunglasses too. That would be. Yeah, well, that would be my problem is I Oh, have, check this out. They, what? I have glasses and I can't wear contacts. Oh. So. Look at this. They do a demo of the, oh, they put it on a KFC box, which is speaking my language right now. <laughs> let's see here. Let's see what it sounds like. That's funny. The sound. And I'm going to show you a demonstration. I'm going to go into my smartphone and press play. And you could barely hear the music, but. I'm going to show you something really cool. I'm going to bring an empty KFC box over here. Yeah, you will. And put the bone conduction speakers over the box, and the sound is actually much, much louder. And it's going to hear much clearer in your head. I take it off. You can barely hear it. I put it back on, and you got your jams. And- I'm telling you, for podcast cool. listening, that would be super cool. Yeah. You have open ears. I can ear- see a use case for it without it actually being used for the sunglasses. Think about it for a second. Yeah. You can have just a pair of a pair of those, maybe two pairs of those, get a large enough box, have both of them connected to it. Will it actually double the volume of the sound? It might. I like, too, that they have replaceable lenses. You might be able to put clear lenses in there. and just Or, well, or prescriptions. Yeah, yeah. 
in that case, isn't it cool just to make a business out of the wireframe for, you know, actual real glasses that people use? And that become the business not selling glasses. Mm. It's multi-purpose thing. It's like you can make stylish uh, wireframes that happen to be headphones too. Yeah. Uh, so I guess there's some, and Gogo says there's some similar to this on, on the market right now. Give me a link. I want to check them out. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. And they show, they have diagrams of how the technology works. So what do you say? Is this fund worthy? Is this fundable or is this? I think that's pretty cool, especially for people, uh, that bicycle a lot. I think like no. Jed, Jed would be better. No, no, just because it's not innovative. It's not innovative. It already, ex- there's products already out there. And, uh, wow. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm just going to say it's not innovative because there's a lot of products like that use already the technology. Technology yeah. is out there. Yes, it is. We were amazed when Google Glass put it out. And I had a, well, and I had a jawbone. Yeah. That did something kind of like this too. Uh, so, uh, Rikai points us to aftershocks, which is similar. So, okay. Those have earbuds. Well, these ones right here. Oh, don't. no. Oh, they're, they look like earbuds, but they go against the bone. But they're, yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but, these ones are thick too. But I, I guess I don't. But then that solves the problem of needing glasses or not. Yeah. They just so they go over your ears and kind of go behind your head. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad way to go. It would work for for podcast listening. So okay, we got to decide. Uh, here we go. Ready? What do we do? Lose or win? Loser. Lose. Get rid of them. Audio quality for the price is not worth it. Whoa! Wow. I like them, but. I just wait for them to hit the block. Get the heck out of here. And the value of this is negative. Hmm. All right. Now I kind of want those, though. But okay. Uh, I'll put a link to these uh, in the show notes uh, for the other ones that are on the market right now. There you go. Look back Microsoft HoloLens. The the idea of putting them in sunglasses, though, is kind of a neat gimmick. Come on, right? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They're pretty right. wide and Although the project colorful. itself is doing fine funding-wise. So you guys might not want to fund it, but it the project itself will be successful. It'll make it without our help. Trust me. Yeah. G- given the <laughs> fact that they're using sunglasses as the model. But um, I yeah. forgot who it was that said it. But I do like the idea of making the model more the actual frames themselves. And then you can put mm-hmm. in whatever lenses that you want. So that way people who, you know, like Angela, can't use anything all super fancy and one use like that can say, well, I want those frames for my regular glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The United States, when we make a mistake, we're honest about it. We own up to it. It's true. I, need, I need Dylan to do that one. I could not remember it for life of me when I was doing the soundboard clips. Uh, I also like, uh, I, you know, my, one of my other favorites is the I just can't, which would be a good one because that'd be, I don't, I don't have that one on cue. I'd love that. I just can't because that's a, uh, I just can't. <laughs> that's good. All right. So I just can't spend hundreds of dollars for a gimmick. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the take. I, I just can't. can't. So all right, we will not we will not be funding this one. We will be passing. It is a it's fail. Not ecologically fr- Jeez, now we're really getting on it. Jeez, Louise. All right. So should we move on to something that's perhaps a little more positive? That would be patreon.com slash today. Uh, I think we it's pretty well known now that we're posting the live versions of some of our shows to the yep. Patreon feed. Yesterday's last, oh my gosh, it was like a three hour and 40 minute live stream. Jeez. Lots of stuff going on in the live show. And you know, I realize there's a serious value to these mm-hmm. that the patrons get because I, it dawned on me like some of that stuff in the, in the last stuff, I could probably cut some of that up and just release it as an episode itself. Yeah. And that'd be a whole nother show just from stuff we already recorded. You know what I mean? Last outtakes. You'd be like, yeah, but it would be like a, it could be like a, a 45 minute long show. Uh, 
But there's nothing like that full live experience. And if you can't make it there live, we've been trying to recreate it for our patrons. Patreon.com slash today's where you go. It's not just it's not just for it's not about this show. It's not about it's not about Tech Talk today. It's about the whole network. And this show is a thank you for making it possible. We, we try to make that money go to all the different aspects of running the Jupiter Broadcasting Network, which is many and multiple. Do you have anything special you want to share in our Patreon moment today, Ange? Well, I am caught up on stickers. I just sent out from August 4th to this morning. So if you want to order stickers, you can go to jupiterbroadcasting.com forward slash stickers. Pow. Show stickers, network stickers, crazy All Noah stickers. stickers. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. I'll mention the subreddit, techtalktoday.reddit.com is where you go to submit content to the show or give us feedback. You'll see a post in there for this here episode. And we'd love to have you join us live in the mumble room. We're doing this up. Ep- we're doing these here episodes on Mondays for a little for at least we have been for a while now. And we'd love to get you out here on a Monday to join us. And it's a double double special too. you can show up for Coda Radio and then hang out for Tech Talk today and join us in the mumble room and chat directly with us. It's a pretty fun Monday experience. And uh, you can find out the live time at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. I'm at Chris LAS. She's at Andrews and the network's at Jupiter Signal. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks, Bubble Room. We speak. Oh, My yeah. dad is preparing a scrumptious Eggo waffle. The time has arrived for the Eggo stealth suit. Using state-of-the-art <laughs> technology, I can move through the house undetected to make sure that warm, crisp Eggo waffle is mine. Hi, Dad. Richard? Hey, Lego, my Eggo! Success! Eggo waffles from Kellogg's, part of this nutritious breakfast. Mm. Richard? Oops. Guess I blew my cover.